Talent Show 2022. You are good to us. Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper, proudly brought to you by Now, the home of brilliant entertainment. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight, back again, we have La 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 Let Me Explain. We've lots to discuss, so let's get stuck in. All right, guys, some of you find it more cringe-inducing than the Heart Rate Challenge. Tonight was Talent Show 2022. So that obviously took up a lot of time in tonight's episode, but we still had some interesting conversations. We had to get this guest back, not only because you told us we had to, but also because we wanted to. It is dating educator, best-selling author, columnist, and just all-around sounder. La la la, let me explain, is back. How are you keeping? I'm good. uh, We were just moaning before we started recording (laughs) about the fact that we've just had to watch way too much Love Island at this point. I'm Love Islanded out. Yeah. You do get to a point, oh, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Like you get to a point where you're like, yeah, no, I'm, people are like, oh, you're going to miss it. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, yeah. (laughs) Apparently they're they're making a winter version, I've heard, so. I can't, I can't, I can't with two visits a year, like. It's too just, much. It's too much. It's too much. I had to look back at where where we were in the show when we first spoke to you way mm. back when. It was our 11th episode. And what we covered was, lads, trip down memory lane. Ikenna and Amber were in oh. the bottom three. Dami and India had their first conversation about potentially being more than friends. Amber and Ekin Sue had their little tiff by the pool and Jay and Ekin were just after getting together and Jay was flagging that she was not popular with the girls. A different lifetime. Totally. I don't even remember that part of Love Island very well. I know. know. When I saw Ikenna's name in the notes, I was like, Jesus, that was a a while ago. Yeah. (laughs) His Twitter account's still going strong though, apparently. He gave it back to his handlers, I think, because they, they were so popular. So the lads, are st- <laughs> his friends are still running it, like, which is just brilliant. And he does some great um, Instagram lives and things as well. Like, uh, does he? Yeah, he does some good bits. He, do you know what? I don't think we saw the best to him in this villa at all. No, like, we didn't. There's a personality there. It has been in a while. We were on a good run. And then we hit quite a bumpy patch in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Since we spoke last, how have you found the show? Well, of course, since we spoke last, Women's Aid have had to come out and make a statement uh, because they've received just a barrage of, um, I don't know, complaints or letters or whatever, uh, expressing concerns about some of the behaviours. And I am so conscious, you know, I I write a weekly comment, uh, a column in OK Magazine, and I'm so conscious to make sure that we say it's the behavior, not the people, yeah. because we don't know how much they're being directed. We don't know how much they're being edited. So I don't ever want it to ever feel like it's Luke is a bad, terrible person or Jax is an awful person. That's never what I'm saying. But I think it has really been a lot of behaviors that have certainly been useful for me to highlight and call out. I think some of the stuff around Luca. Uh, and his reaction to Gemma talking to different guys, obviously everything that we saw with Jax and uh, the way that he behaved after Casa and more. We saw a bit with Billy. Uh, uh, that's what I wrote about in my OK column yeah. for this week was kind of Billy's behaviour with uh, Danica, which I just thought was quite nasty, really. Yeah, um, I, found, I found that conversation quite tough, actually. And a lot of people seemed not to 
pay as much attention to that one. I don't know, is it because we weren't as invested in Billy and 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 we that was the first time we'd seen a moment from that. But some of the language that he used that in that conversation, I it didn't sit very nicely with me at all. Yeah, there was two conversations. I, I thought the first thing that he did by by really showing her such a strong message by kissing Gemma. I don't even know who he asked to marry him. Was it Paige? Or Tasha, yeah. I'm not sure. I can't even remember. Yeah. Uh, but but it was such a message, but but done in such a hurtful way. And then when he had the conversation with her afterwards about like, you know, she was saying, "I'm going to recouple if there's you know no spark here." He's like, "Well, there's no spark here, but that doesn't mean it won't ever be here." And you know it won't, Billy. So yeah. you know it's these mixed messages. And then when she called him out about the debriefing and he was just like whoa 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 stop swearing you've changed your change. I just yeah. I've seen that behavior before I've experienced that behavior before and it's just like he's cocky he didn't really care about Danica he wanted his place in the villa yeah uh, and she ended up getting hurt as a result yeah and I, I feel like it's it's coming to that point in the in the season now and I'm getting a lot of these calls kind of asking from different radio stations and stuff you know is Love Island over? Is this the end of Love Island? You know, has it lost, you know, touch? And is it out of place in today's TV? And like, I cannot tell you how many times I've had these conversations. It's been years of this conversation mm. and it, it won't be over. This is not the end. It makes way too much money. Mm. So, so stop deluding yourself into thinking that a certain amount of Ofcom complaints, if a record setting Ofcom complaints last year wasn't going to end this show, it's not, they're not going to stop. It makes But I, I, I don't think they necessarily need to end it. But they definitely need to do something. I mean, why don't, not necessarily me, because I can't show my face on telly, but why (laughs) don't they have... I have to say, the amount of people, sorry to interrupt you, the amount of people who messaged me being like, did you see her face? I was like, no, Um, (laughs) no, I didn't. I'm just, so guys, I'm looking at the lips with the, with the speech, but I'm looking at what you guys are looking at. I'll show you my face. You're you're welcome to see my face. That so intimate though. I don't want to. But Maybe not now. Like, it might ruin the conversation. You'll be like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? But sorry, um, go on. I was like, that was just so funny. How many people message being like, did you see her? Oh, <laughs> uh, people do it all the time when people have been to my parties and stuff. Everyone's like, what does she look like? <laughs> Nothing special whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I mean, why not have a voice within the show? that is able to then counteract those things. If you're not going to end the show, if you're not going to clean it up, you either don't show those aspects and you you literally edit it so that we, we aren't seeing these messy parts or you acknowledge the messy parts and you say, you, you know, you do something at the end, yeah. even if they, that's how they were to use After Sun in a more productive way. Yeah. To, to have t- people yeah. saying the stuff that I'm saying about it in my column. Or at the very least, have something at the end that says, if you have experienced behavior like this in a relationship, you may need to speak to someone. Yeah. Here's the women's aid number. Yeah. Anything, not just carrying on as though nothing's, there's no problem and we're all just great. And it's a bit like the way Billy treated Danica is the way that the Love Island production are treating us. Like, whoa, whoa, chill out. Yeah. Stop. You, why, why are you getting so excited? Like, it's just you. It's yeah. your problem. You're too sensitive. And it's, mm, they have a responsibility. This is it. And we we spoke to Women's Aid Ireland last week. If you haven't caught that bonus episode yet, I did kind of put it out there with a caveat. If you didn't want to listen to it over the weekend, I totally got that. But I do encourage you to listen to that episode because we spoke with Mary Hayes from Women's Aid and spoke about some of the warning signs that we've seen come up this season and spoke about the place that Love Island has in television now. And is it important to see these examples of certain things on screen? And it's, it's exactly what you just said. Yes, it is, because it can open the eyes of some 
and watching it going, oh, actually, that's something that feels too familiar to me or my friend or my sister or my brother or whatever it might be. But you can't, and it's this constant thing of like, do we edit it out or do we put it in? And I think that they cannot be the only two options. There has to be mm. another option where it's like, we leave it in because it is an important conversation, but we also reassure viewers, the families of Islanders and the Islanders within the villa, that if this comes up, it will be shown, but we will also be handling it within. And I found last year with the face stuff, how long it took ITV mm. to put out a statement about like, and people were outraged. They were like, this is outrageous. You cannot put this on the show. You cannot leave Teddy in there. You cannot leave Faye in there. The other Islanders, it took them nearly a week to put out a statement and it basically was saying you know Faye has gone to the welfare team and she's been speaking with them more regularly and the same with the stuff this year like they never put out a statement to address the fact that people were rightly upset with a lot of the behaviors that they had seen and I think you're a hundred percent right leave it in if that's the, if that's the kind of production decision you make to leave the ugly in then do but you have to reassure everybody that you're also taking care of things I, I, I feel like it's almost radio silence from them like yeah. I'm not even sh entirely sure what Love Island's position is on all of this like in the women's aid statement they said something along the lines of we're working closely with the Love Island team and they've shown us their their diversity statement, which actually I thought that doesn't even make sense. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, so they've gone to Love Island and said, we're really worried about, you know, signs of abuse in the show. And they've gone, here is how we treat our LGBTQ and disabled yeah. comrades. You know, what are you, what? Yeah. Um, so so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost don't even know what their position is on any of it uh, yeah. and I and I think that that's the position they're taking which is just like ignore it and hope it goes away yeah and um, I mean and you can see it in the edit as well this week like I feel like they're giving especially Luca I think because I feel like they're really trying to give him that warmth of an edit yeah. now this week because I think they're very they've been very clear that they want Gemma and Luca to be a finalist for a yeah. very long time and I don't think they expected the level of upset with Luca that they got mm -hmm. and I think you can see it in how I mean Luke even small things like Luca going last in the in the talent show and him bringing everyone together and all yeah. these kind of moments and it's like it's kind of too late because we've seen the behaviors and now we want you to actually address it not just dress it up yeah. like it feels it just feels so disingenuous to the viewership which is a very aware viewership like we don't watch this show passively anymore you watch it a little bit more tuned into the kind of wider discussions right like it's oh, kind of that way. and it's you know i would say it's probably pitched more at gen z and gen z are like the greatest generation of people because they have been raised on social media which <clears throat> actually doesn't necessarily make you the greatest generation of people <laughs> but in terms of your knowledge uh you know i didn't know any of this when i was 14. Yeah. i had like a couple of you know just 17 magazine ms magazine they were telling me how to give the best hand job they weren't telling me how to interact correctly with the person attached to the thing i was giving a hand job to you know it was yeah. we didn't have any of this so now when you're 14 you can google is it right for my boyfriend to do this and and you can get those answers so actually you are appealing to an audience who are much more woke um you know this this latest generation that, that so I don't think they would be turned off by more of a, a psychological look at it, you know, a, a voice within it at some point saying, mm, you know, yeah. I, I, actually, I think it would maybe not appeal to you. I don't know. I'm, I'm a millennial, but it, 
I think there's room for something. Yeah, so I think I think Love Island has walked itself into that position where we do have where they kind of have to have those conversations now and acknowledge those conversations. And for people who don't want those conversations, maybe this show is no longer for you because it's not going anywhere and it's not going to just forget about all this stuff and park all these conversations because they want to keep it light. They're so intrinsically linked now with these things. Like, how do you shake it? Well, but the thing is, I think that Love Island is now bigger than a TV show. Why the hell are we sitting here talking about it? Why am I writing a weekly column about it? You know, it yeah. is part of the social cultural narrative now. You yeah. know, you, you can use it as a kind of reference point for things. Oh, that's very Love Island or she looks like someone from Love Island. Or You know, it's more than a TV show. Yeah. Um, and, and for that reason, it, it has to be very careful with with how it's changed you know like the kardashians if we could put a disclaimer alongside them because of how dramatically they have changed the way that we live our lives even really you know love island is kind of up there with that um so yeah it's hugely irresponsible for itv2 to still at this point not be doing literally anything yeah yeah i know i agree and I, i think even just seeing the kind of um I don't know what you call it, just like the washing away of all that drama this week, like not acknowledging a bar of it. Now we saw a couple of conversations tonight that I thought were very interesting. Um, we'll get to the the punching conversation in a while because that mm. was like a whole a whole headache. Um, but we'll pick up at the start of the episode, which was post dumping. We obviously lost a lot of our Casa more, or not Casa more. We lost a lot of our bombshells mm-hmm. that came in on Friday night last night. Um, and Danica and Jamie were the couple that was saved from the bottom three. Um, I'm so happy we don't have to hear Reese's voice anymore. I couldn't transcribe Sorry, it. Reese. I literally could not transcribe the guy. He was just, I was like, what's he saying? Jesus. Yeah, it was such hard work, wasn't it? Oh, he just seemed miserable to be there as well. Like yeah. he just seemed so unhappy. Um, Jamie is saying he's buzzed to be saying with the public uh, and it definitely means something Danica is saying you know it means that they have faith that there's a connection there which is really good and he's saying yeah but we knew that didn't we and then they're having this very kind of awkward kiss Danica's in the beach and she's saying I definitely think I found a good one here it's the best feeling I've had since I've been here uh, she goes on to ask him later about kind of his career and all that kind of stuff and him being a footballer and all that kind of thing what do you make of Jamie and Danica and because we haven't spoken I don't think since Danica has come in and obviously there's all this chat about Danica being HR and all this kind of stuff and Mm. what do you think is Danica's appeal given that she has not been in a solid couple this whole time and she's still there I mean she's absolutely gorgeous isn't she like yeah so I can see why Jamie before going into the house was like right that's the woman that I want um you know maybe I, I the thing is, we're not a match for everyone. And I think Danique is actually a really good somebody for us to look at when we're having those wobbles, when you've been out on a few dates with a few different people and it's not working out with any of them. They're all ghosting left, right and centre and you're thinking, what's wrong with me? Am I hideously ugly? Am I, you know, totally repellent? Yeah. No, you're just literally on on dates with people who aren't a match to you and eventually you will you will end up on a date with somebody who you've got great chemistry with so Danica shows us all like it's not supposed to work out with everyone doesn't matter how gorgeous you are whether Jamie's really into her or not whether he's just there for a place in you know I don't know but because all we see is surface level isn't it but yeah 
they seem to like each other enough. Yeah, and I thought it was a really good sign of Danica when things ended with Billy and she went to Deji and said, like, look, I think for us it's still friendship. Like, I think it was a really good sign of her yeah. character that she wasn't, she wasn't, you know, just wanting to be in a couple so she'd try it out for a size. She is somewhat following kind of where she's feeling a spark and maybe it's not led her to a relationship or anything yet but she is following a genuine spark and that told us that when she was saying to Deji like no look we're definitely just friends and there's definitely nothing more there and she took the risk of being on her own over forcing it with someone maybe she wasn't feeling that way with yeah she she always says that she's got that line that she says repeatedly which is like I've got to stay true to my heart I owe it to myself to stay true to my heart uh so yeah and that's what she's been doing she owes it to herself and she has stayed true to her heart I mean who would have thought uh when we spoke last that we would be here again talking about Davide and Ek and Sue still together I love them I love them I know some people do. I'm so glad you do I feel like you give me permission to love them I'm like okay she likes them it's fine I can like them Maybe I just love Davide so much that I'm like totally overlooking the red flags, which is a pattern of, in my normal dating life. So <laughs> it wouldn't come as much of a surprise. Um, I, I just love them. They're just constant comedy and hilarity. And I, I can't say a bad word about either of them. Yeah. Except and I, for Ek and Sue tonight, but I'm, I think we'll get to that. We'll get, yeah, we'll get to that. But I, I, I found this really interesting because, because when the conversation started about Jackson Page and Luca and Gemma and Dami in India we were we were getting some messages from people being like well, why aren't you calling it out with Davide and I do feel like we did there was definitely red flags there and definitely he gets away with some things because of his accent right like he definitely mm. does but is there am I delusional thinking that they seem very woke to each other's kind they're, of they're, they're, they're a complete balance and so I think for every yeah. red flag that Davide has waved Ekinsu has waved too you know so yeah. I, I kind of don't to me it's not red I personally haven't seen any red flags for like abusive toxic I think they are just too they will have the most fiery yeah, yeah, yeah. relationship they will argue loads they will have the best sex out of anyone in that yeah. house <laughs> you know but that that I, I don't think it's a situation where either of them are going to end up completely drained deflated exhausted yes. with terribly low self-esteem you, you yeah. know that there's no control there's no yeah. elements of I think even the kind of jealousy is that there can be a healthy amount of jealousy in relationships very small amount but it can be healthy you know it keeps you on your toes a bit and, and I yeah I'm not sure what red flags people really think Davide's yeah. waving I think he's pretty straight up yeah I think I think mostly it was it was some of the way some of the things that he called her in arguments and things and you know oh yeah yeah yeah, but even like vaguely slut shaming like kind of all this kind of stuff to her and kind of encouraging and kind of saying she was the most fakest person she'd ever met all the like I think I don't know I feel like their kind of stuff is not damaging to each other because they they both bring some mess to the table and they're both eyes open to it like yeah different I don't know it feels well and its context is incredibly important as you say like you know uh, abuse isn't just somebody shouting mean words at somebody you, you know there, there has to be a pattern of it and it has to be having the impact of making that person change or feel isolated or feel frightened or feel yeah. that they're unable to live their own lives you know that they're being completely controlled and 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 yeah so I, I haven't seen any of that. I, I think they're a fantastic couple. Yeah. And, and the, I, their child is so lucky, their future child. Divine. I want to be their child. 
like divine creature is going yeah. to come into the world, isn't it? Oh, but can like, you imagine? I, I was quite surprised that they made it exclusive. Like, I just feel like Davide is a person who struggled to make things up with Ekin because of kind of his his pride being a little bit hurt because of Jay, and he definitely had a bit of mi- kind of mistrust towards her. And I was really surprised that not only was he willing to like eat the shit in that situation, be like, look, I'm going to have to meet her halfway if we're going to make this work. But he was also like putting himself out there to ask her to be exclusive and kind of make a gesture, which I just, I, if you'd asked me three weeks ago, I would have been like, that's just not in him to do that. So wow. it was so lovely watching them last night just be so, they've been so goofy with each other, which is just so lovely. You know, what could happen though, is that on next Monday, they could win and then Davide will take the whole 50 grand. <laughs> That might be what he's planning. Do you know what? We wanted this, like, remember everyone at the start was like, oh, I just want her to steal the money. I just want Davide to steal the money. I, My little heart would shatter if they did it to me now. Yeah. I would be like, yeah. no, like love isn't real. Yeah. Like, this isn't real. Oh my God. I just, yeah, I'm totally with you. There's something about them. I just, I can't, I can't fault them. Um, They're having a laugh again today. Uh, they're talking about the fact that they've been saved again from the from the public vote and Davide is saying you know we've had a few arguments it's not a lot but it's pushed me to trust you I'm happy I've done that and then he's saying regarding your surprise I wanted to say something else but people were asking if we're boyfriend or girlfriend and at the end of the day if we're exclusive we're kind of boyfriend and girlfriend so we said we would do that on the outside but it kind of means the same um, and Ekansu was saying, can I say this is just the best moment I've had in here? She's in the beach up saying he surprises me every day. He's so romantic and so sweet. He's so caring behind that perfect body. He has the kindest heart. <laughs> They're brilliant. They're just they brilliant. They're pure comedy, the two of them. Yeah. So enjoyable to watch. And, and this whole week of them kind of taking these little steps has just been so nice. So cute. Oh, sorry. I apologize for my dog. <laughs> You're fine. He's clearly uh, a Davide and Ekin fan. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, sorry. Chi Chi. Okay. Come here. I've got more treats. <laughs> oh, yeah, now you're coming. <laughs> Stop being a prat. Yeah. I'm going to shut this door on that one. No. I'm so, 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 no, so sorry. Fine. I'm the shittest guest you've ever no, had. No, no, I promise you, I promise you, you're not. Okay, good. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Um, a lot of the couples are ha- starting to have kind of establishing conversations about, you know, post-villa. They're very aware that it's the final week and all this kind of stuff. Tasha, Andrew, Dami and India are having a chat and they are saying just that, that they can't believe it's the final week, how far they've all come. Dami is saying that both of like both couples are so much stronger for everything that they've been through. India is saying, you know, people have come and gone and it just shows that the connection that we have is there. And like, look, I mean, a lot of people had problems with Tasha and Andrew. A lot of people have problems with Dami and India. I was one of them at different points. Are they not right, though? Like, have they not come out of all of that and seemingly look a much stronger couple? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of feel like everything else is irrelevant. You know, like I'm. I love Damien India. I yeah. love Damien India, um, and he has done some really shitty things. Even up until quite recently, you know, yeah. it was only a few days ago that he chose to kiss Summer in in the Snog Marry Pie game. Yeah. Um, it wasn't long before that that he was being really cruel to Summer, actually. Um, so, so you know, but 
Love Island is like a real relationship on steroids, isn't it? So they're, yeah. they're together for so often. Um, and that kind of happens in the outside world a bit. You do sometimes, I mean, it shouldn't be having out these kind of ups and downs this early. And if you are, you should probably run. But you do, you know, little things happen and then you have to let go of them. You yeah. can't sit there and, and dwell on them because otherwise you'll never move forward. And the only way for any of these guys to move forward is to put a complete lid on and everything that's gone before that. And are they happy today? Are they having a really great time today? Can they see a future together? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Um, and I think we all just have to go, yeah, lo- love each other, enjoy each other, make it yeah. good. Yeah. And I don't think they're blindly doing it either. Right. Like, like India has often referenced the fact that like, she didn't love behavior of dummies and he did this in Casa and I'm definitely not over it. Like they're very, they're very, um, conscious of those missteps, but also aware that like, there's only so long you can hold on to those things kind of, you know, bite your nose to spite or what is it? Bite your face to spite your nose or whatever, mm. bite, your nose to spite your face, whatever the saying is like, I think they're very woke to those those issues that they've had but have decided have made a conscious decision to work through them and get the other side same for Tasha and Andrew like they really worked through quite a weird messy situation for a few weeks and they seem really really solid now absolutely I do think Natasha needed even though it was it was cruel for Andrew to have to experience her kind of trying to see if there was a spark with every single man that entered the villa but I think she sort of needed to get that out of her system. I think it was that thing of like, actually, I, I can now see that really I've got the best. I've got the person who I have the absolute best connection with. Yeah. Um, and, and love doesn't run smooth. Sometimes yeah. you do. Th- that's a better test, I guess, than Jax's ridiculous test. Um, yeah. You, you know, for her, I guess it was a bit of a test, you know, yeah. and it was she had the right to do it. They weren't exclusive. Exactly. Um, yeah, I support them. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. I've really, I've really, really come around to them. And I thought last night we spoke about it on last night's episode, but I thought last night when the two of them were saved first in the public vote and seeing that little moment between them where she was clearly, that really meant so much to her that them as a couple were mm-hmm. voted through and just to see them just kind of, you know, like it's not the most important thing, but just enjoy that kind of signal of warmth from the outside was yeah. really nice to see it from the two of them. And I just, Tasha has really had such a a difficult time in there with the public perception of her and I feel like that has totally thawed out in the last couple of weeks and people I feel like we're just seeing the real her now because all the mess is gone you know like you can just actually see and also I I think that we were probably the public was swayed a little bit by how horrible Dami and Luca were to her and I think seeing it and seeing someone sort of saying to her the things that maybe some of us have been thinking was a bit like no no actually you're you're not correct which means I'm not correct um it felt really unfair the way they were treating her they had no business to be to be getting involved and putting their opinions forward in that way um and I guess nor do we you know yeah, I know I know as soon as you said it I was like oh god <laughs> we'll turn this off then <laughs> no but I know I totally I totally agree I feel like see- seeing that play out on screen and I I thought that that the Snow Mary Pie Luca Pie and Tasha was one of the most difficult Love Island moments that I've ever watched actually mm. and I'd say I-, I feel like if I wrote it down in my notes comparing it to other moments it didn't it wouldn't have read very difficult to watch but it was very very 
intense and it felt very dark and it felt very nasty and it felt very hurtful mm-hmm. and I just thought that to me was like I just I can't you couldn't possibly begrudge her for embracing her Love Island experience anymore yeah possibly do it when this is the reaction she's getting from grown men inside there who think it's totally fine to talk to her like this it was just it was it was a lot yeah it was it was but you know that's what I really hate about Love Island is that all of these you know that game is so fucking intentional that 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 game is literally like hmm how can we make people feel uncomfortable with the person they like's choices you know and it's the same with everything when they played that game when the bombshells came in and it was like who's riding on whose coattails or, or, or God, was it even a week before? I don't know. Yeah. They just yeah. set up these like truth or dare kind of things that the questions are always set up to, to create dark, intense, horrible interactions. Yeah. And it's, ugh. yeah. But then no, it's boring I, when they're all having a fun, great time. I know it, but I feel like there's definitely some of those questions that are a little bit like, that are, are that aren't dark but they're messy like do you yeah. know, like we, we've seen in seasons past being like do you genuinely think your mom will love Luca like that kind of a mm. thing and then it's like oh like you could be like oh I'm a bit nervous and then that's not super dark but it's also a bit like oh that's yeah baby like there's I just don't believe that there's not a happy medium between like nice n- nice niceties and really dark like there's yeah. nothing in between that and I just think they need to be more willing to like root around in that gray and find stuff that's nice and shady but not at all damaging to people <laughs> and also like yesterday they did the sports day challenge and that was my favorite challenge ever because actually I was quite interested who can run with an egg like <laughs> and there was no sexual things going on you hate the sexual game oh my god I just think it's so flipping unnecessary I don't want to see it I'd oh. much rather see them doing three-legged races yeah and am I the pancake clothes. the pancake cook-off that was excellent was that did you like yes. that yeah. yes much more my level <laughs> so I like that, that too no I, I like the pancake challenge as well and I feel like some of those things are like the talent show was good clean fun tonight as well Loved right? it. like yeah that was good clean fun um another couple who are talking a lot about kind of where they go next Paige and Adam very interesting obviously a newer couple in the villa they've made things exclusive uh, Paige is referencing the fact that they live on opposite sides of the UK. So that's very difficult. I did have to Google a map of the UK to work out where in the love of God they were. Um, Adam is saying like, I'll go to Swansea for the right person. Like you just make an effort for the right people. Paige is saying, I do think, ooh, I do think we'll make it work um, and we'll have quality time and do all that. And Adam is saying that he really wants to see Swansea. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, let's, for the Swansea are delighted I'd say (laughs) absolutely chuffed with that uh they're having a little kiss and then Paige is in the beach hut and she's saying in my head I know that me and Adam are compatible if we did end up going in tonight's vote um I wouldn't have been worried I just feel very safe with him this is a solid am I delusional I think they're I think they're a legit couple there's been all that stuff hasn't there in the media where his social media handlers somebody said something like oh he's playing a game and they were like well yeah you've got to be in it to win it oh my and, god i didn't see this oh you've got to read okay magazine they do oh, the best love island look coverage at you. <laughs> look at you again the hockey and i love that oh my yeah, god apparently. i missed this it's all that it, you know all these people were like oh he is playing a game and then i think his like social media handler deleted the comment that said he was playing game. They rolled it. It was a rolled dice or something. And it said, you've got to be in it to win it or whatever. Oh. So there is some suggestion, but you know, 
I, I don't know. Why wouldn't you just fall in love with Paige instantly? She's yeah. beautiful. She's funny. She's lovely. She's sweet. I, I would love her if I was in that house. So I feel, like, I feel like any time that you suggest that someone might be faking it, you're almost saying like, how could they possibly be in really be in love with that person? You know? Yeah. Or I think really it, be into that person. Yeah. And I just, I think the the suggestion that he's there to like clean up his image is a bit weird. Cause I just think like his, his image has been, has been kind of that nasty, you know, Adam has been kind of forgotten about, like, it's been so long. Like he's definitely not living under the cloud of that backlash anymore. You know what I mean? And Listen. I just, like he's I'd... in there because he needs to boost his boohoo man deals, <laughs> you know, that he could have done posts three he's weeks not ago. There for love. <laughs> no, it, no, he's in there for boohoo man deals. He's in there for like extra followers. Uh, it's money, isn't it? Like yeah. he can do posts now and charge for God, God knows how many thousands. Yeah. And that's it. That is literally it. And maybe he's happened to go in there and click with Paige and it actually is genuine or maybe he's going to come out and yeah. he's going to really enjoy buying five new Range Rovers and <laughs> not enjoying Paige but she yeah. won't care by that point because she'll also have this whole she'll also have five life. Range Rovers yeah she'll, she'll be, be yeah exactly so she'll be fine I, I, I think the Paige thing was probably a happy coincidence I think he probably went in there with a very real understanding that this would again boost his profile it would also move him into a new category of islander like the only person who's ever done it twice and yeah. I don't know if that's much of a brag but like yeah <laughs> it would make him like a new class of islander but I I I feel like there's something legit here it seems honest everyone's commentary on it seems that to acknowledge the fact that they're very into each other I feel like maybe it was a happy coincidence that it's kind of actually blossomed like it has. Mm-hmm. Like they just seem, maybe I'm just a sap. Maybe I'm just actually. No, I, I could believe it. I, I could believe it. I could believe it. And he's kind to her. He's nice to her. He says the right things. Yeah. And he's, he seems chilled. Like, you know, I, I, I don't see any big red flags. I think good luck to them. I hope yeah. he manages to get to Swansea in his <laughs> one of his Range Rovers. <laughs> Um, we speculated that this conversation might come tonight. I'm really glad it did because I think it showed a lot. Luca and Gemma are having a chat after dumping. And Luca and Gemma were the last couple saved before the bottom three couples last night. And we said last night that Luca is the kind of guy who will be very aware of what that messaging is. They're not going to leave a couple down to the bottom four if they're not a couple that the public might perceive as being at risk because they want that to be like a nail biting thing of like, who's going to be the last couple safe. And I, we were kind of agreeing that Luca is definitely a kind of person that would be very aware of the optics mm-hmm. of being in that position, which he was. And he speaks, he spoke to Gemma about it tonight. He asked her, you know, were you sweating when we were the last ones there? Like I've not done anything big to say that we're exclusive. So I was worried, you know, every single one of the other couples has done something or some big gesture and Gemma's saying like, look, we've decided that ourselves, that that's not for us. We know what we are. So just because other people are doing it, you can't be bitter about it. And Luca's saying, uh, it was just when Ekin said, you guys are basically exclusive. And Gemma's saying, I knew that would piss you off. But if that makes her happy, leave her off. He's in the beach out saying, having fallen in love with Gemma, I just feel so lucky to be here. Which, look, maybe that's true. He seems very annoyed about the fact that him and Gemma have not put some kind of a label on their relationship and to an extent I kind of get it 
Well, there, there's, it's sort of her, isn't it? I think that she genuinely wouldn't actually enjoy a big show like that. Yeah. You, you know, I think she's very easily icked. Um, and she keeps sort of, she knows that about herself. And I think she warns him often, like, don't do that. Don't do that. Be careful. Yeah. You're annoying me. Um, and I just don't think she goes in for that. And so not doing that is is a way of respecting her what she likes and what her personality is like. She's low key. She doesn't want him to be too into her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think he overthinks a lot. And I think that is partly because she is so aloof and uh, nonchalant and kind of non-committal, you know? So that puts someone like him, who's very needy into this kind of yeah. overthinking space. But um yeah, I think at this point they don't even need, they have fallen very much into a relationship in the way that you do on the outside. Yeah. You know, once you're past 16, you don't go, do you want to be my boyfriend? You, you know, it just yeah. happens. You just end up together and that's what's happened with them. And actually, I think that's what makes it more kind of natural and real. What do you make of her saying that she doesn't want to make anything exclusive before he's met her mum? Oh, I thought they were exclusive. No, so they've not they've not really had any kind I of establishing. Had, so, they... so I think they've kind of said like we are, but they've not like made the gesture. And then the boyfriend and girlfriend thing, they're like, we're waiting until Luca meets Gemma's mom. Which a lot of people are like, is that her just making sure that she's not too tied down? I definitely think that there, there's probably a potential for that. Like mm. she's from a big kind of celebrity family. We discussed this last night in depth as well. Like the idea that she probably would have had media training before going in and discussed mm. things. And it it feels like Gemma is someone who is very confident in herself, knows yeah. exactly what she likes and what she doesn't. She's well able to make decisions, call people out, tell them to fuck off. Like she's well able. It feels weird that she needs her mother's seal of approval for a boyfriend. I mean, she is 19. Um... Do you think it's like a permission thing? <laughs> I think you might be right. I mean, she's very controlled. And yeah. and I think that you might be right. Maybe some there has been something sort of said, like, don't, you know, jump in too far. Um, I can't imagine she'd need her mom's permission, really. It doesn't like, feel when like you're her really character, right? Someone, yeah, I think you're probably right. That's given her that get out clause. Because then yeah. if she does want to dump him on the outside it's not her fault it was her mum's you know <laughs> but um, my mum told me to do it what yeah. a great that'll be the first time we've seen that statement on a on an Instagram yeah, note exactly. like yeah. Um, yeah she's she's a kid you know she's 19 it's very young yeah, it is young but yeah it just feels very weird it just feels weird and you can see that he's getting a bit like kind of unsettled and he kind of yeah. wants and and you can see that level of kind of jealousy about the other couples you know mm. having I, th- I think Gemma definitely doesn't want a big gesture it's not her I think Luca absolutely wants to make the big gesture yeah I, I, I you know it's so weird I just totally assumed that they because in my mind they, they'd they already had a conversation and it was kind of like yeah we're exclusive but we're not going to make a big deal about it um, I think no I think you're right I think it was when they told each other they loved each other right I think yeah. maybe it was like there but it wasn't like the gesture so I feel like it's yeah. like in my mind but yeah there I think yeah they're exclusive but they're yeah. not like bfgf or whatever yeah yeah luca needs a lot more enthusiasm from Gemma, doesn't he but yeah. i just don't think she's ever going to be that girl no and if he gets too enthusiastic she she's off 
yeah she said that a couple of times hasn't she that this is not it's mm-hmm. not her thing um it's bedtime everyone's in great form the girls are upstairs and they're organizing a little brunch for the girls in the morning they're saying like we'll have a little girly morning and i was like oh this is cute until Paige asks adam in bed like can you organize the boys to cook us breakfast in the morning i just hadn't thought about <laughs> like the logistics of how this is going to work um Ekin Sue and Tasha are having a little moment on the terrace and Ekin is saying she feels very emotional it's just so magical here if we have kids I want to take them here to Love Island <laughs> to Mallorca this villa like it won't look like this when you come back like it's not gonna have big like eggplant emojis on the wall do you know what I mean it's not the same um Tasha is saying you know this is where we'll be able to say I met your dad and I was like girls please please rein it in calm yourselves down um, they're both like getting really emotional and starting to cry on the terrace until Gemma comes out and says, what are you doing? Are you crying? And then she walks away and like, just fuck off. Yeah. I love it. Like the two of them are fucking dopes. Like, what are they doing? I was like, yes, Gemma. Like, calling time on this madness. Like I did. Just... I did get a lot. Of, I didn't, a, a tear didn't come out, but I did feel slightly like, oh, <laughs> you know, when they were up there on the I did feel a bit like that throughout the whole episode. I was like, oh, about I 50 t- times. Nothing gets me like feeling more warm inside than seeing the love for Ek and Sue in the villa. Yeah. I, it's like watching my child in there. I'm like, oh, she's so <laughs> popular. Oh, they love her so much. Like, <laughs> just, it just brings warmth to my life. Um, the next morning, very good vibes in the villa. People are very positive. It is probably one of the first times we've woken up where everyone is in a romantic couple. And um, we don't have any singletons. We don't have any friendship couples. Everyone is in romance, which is nice. Um, Jamie is saying, it'll be so weird not seeing them in here. Um, but I had the best connection. With, and I literally had to be like, who is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> yeah, it's very brief. It's like, it's like, is this not your first night? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, <laughs> totally like i'm so sorry to the guys who've left but no i'm glad they're gone they were they were bad vibes no yeah just bad vibes yeah. i just don't have the, i don't it gets to a point where i'm like yeah i can't remember any more islanders mm. i just i can't like it's gone um they're having their morning debriefs and we'll quickly run through what everyone says danica is saying that she had a good day with jamie yesterday it's gone from zero to 100 and it feels very natural they were giggling for hours and talking loads overnight davide is saying that he's really happy for himself and ekin because it's been so nice ekin is saying when the plate came over i was thinking this had to be a joke i wasn't expecting it from him everything has fallen into place at the right time and i believe that he is the love of my life She doesn't do things by halves, does no. that Like, she's straight in. Um, Paige is saying that she told Adam about Girlie's brunch and he's going to get the boys to do the thing. And they're all off in to get ready. They're in great form. They are down for breakfast and the boys are serving them avocado on toast, bacon and poached eggs. Look, isn't it better than that easy single with the ketchup that we saw a couple of years ago? This was decent effort, I thought. Oh, I thought it looked fantastic. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't turn my nose up at that at all. Nobody did, did they? No, they were all like, they were well done. grateful, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, Ekin is cheersing to the last week, making the most of every day. Stick to happiness and love and 2022 Love Island. Um, <laughs> and then we have Danica and Jamie. And we're getting to the chat about 
footballers and the stereotypes that are attached to them and she is saying that footballers tend to be cheats and liars and Jamie is saying that I'm in the very small percentage who aren't I'm 27 oh, I what all a coincidence. of that out of my system there's like, only two footballers who aren't like that and Jamie's one of them cha-ching. incredible <laughs> this I just I my antenna is just so high to him I'm just like mm, I'm not I'm just not buying a bar of it I'm yeah just... yeah yeah but do you think that's because we're just not because all we see is them kind of smiling at each other and then going should we have another kiss now and so I'm just like really but yeah. maybe they're having really great conversations that we're just not hearing this is it as well you all have to leave space for that right I feel like I feel like in one way, I liked that he came in and was very clear about liking Danica. Mm. And in another way, I was like, he knows what he's doing. It's yeah. convenient. And I just, I feel like Danica has been a card that people have used in the past to get through yeah. dumpings and things like that. And I just don't know if he is playing on that a little bit. Like the fact that he like walked yeah. out his football team and like didn't tell them that he was going into Love Island. He just... wants the Boohoo man deals and the Range Rovers. Yeah, yeah. There's something about it that doesn't feel nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. And it would have been very, you know, he would have known what getting with Danica would have meant for him. They, yeah. I, I don't think they'll stay together on the outside. They haven't even had that length of time unless they live in the same area, which they don't. Yeah. I can't imagine the two of them, what they're going to do, live together. I know. Go from Very Birmingham serious. to Huddersfield or wherever it is. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't yeah. know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I need a permanent map up here. Yeah. Where like, oh, here, that's where they are. Um, Danica then pulls Gemma for a chat and she's saying, you know, I've just been asking Jamie about football and the culture and is he going to be the guy who's going to be out, you know, partying and obviously your dad is prime time top of his game. Is what he said. <laughs> it's like not, not fully retired. Yeah. Like, it's not like 40, it's, 49 or something. <laughs> father to a 19 year old child there's no way he's top of his game right now like what are you talking about um Gemma is saying like all footballers I know are a bit cocky bit cheeky and uh, they know they're footballers and they can pull and it genuinely does depend on the person Danica's saying like I don't want to be naive but I do really like him which I feel stupid for and Gemma's like don't feel stupid like sometimes the spark is just there uh, and Danica's like I just hope the Jamie that I'm seeing now is the real him and he's not just doing it in here while he's kind of not got any other distractions and look I don't know I thought that was a, I thought that was an interesting conversation for them to include I don't know I just don't want Danica to be hurt again she's been through enough like yeah yeah I think she'll be fine again I'm being very cynical me I don't think she'll be that hurt because she's going to come out she's going to have how many followers so many men in her DM she's going to have a bloody well of a time yeah out in the clubs you know she's already on the club scene you know like even if he does kind of go off the boil at the end of this I don't actually think Danica's going to be like crying into her pillow eating tubs of Haagen-Dazs I think she's going to be all right yeah I, yeah, I feel like that she knows how to bounce back. And I think if it does happen on the outside, she'll have felt the love for her out there. And I think yeah. that will really just like bolster kind of her. All, she already knows it, but I think it'll just make her feel a little bit more confident. That like, no, I was right to not stick yeah. with these guys for the sake of a game. And like, it's really paid off for her. Like she's still here. Yeah, exactly. Who'd have thunk? Um, Dami and India are having a chat and India is saying, how long does it take you to fall in love? And Dami is saying, a while. Have you felt like you wanted to say it? I have, but I'm waiting for the perfect moment. 
which like suddenly came at that moment though didn't it like yeah weird like yeah that is weird you're supposed to just say it when you feel it just say just say it when you feel it yeah but then that that. that makes you wonder is it like genuine or for the cameras if you're planning to say it in some romantic setting yeah because you're envisaging it being shown on the screen with like soft music in the background yeah maybe that's why the only reason that you'd wait for a perfect moment i can't do one more stupid scavenger hunt around the villa where like go to the place Uh. where i told you about my ingrown toenail like i just can't do that shit anymore like i it's the most played out thing yeah and i don't think dami can make tiramisu so what can he do i'm like maybe he'd make her like an irish soda bread or something like maybe, maybe just like a bit of stew or something i don't know like it doesn't, yeah, doesn't river have the dance. Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just michael flatley it across the floor <laughs> like perfect um she's saying like the perfect moment is when you feel it like why don't you just say it and he's like oh in between kisses i definitely feel it um but i do love you though and she's like you do and he's like yeah i actually love you like really i do and she's like i love you too it's uh... like oh fuck it i'm in again like yeah. I just, these I two loved it. i loved that, it oh, that she's so happy do you remember the kiss at nighttime out in the garden? I don't remember specifically yeah. remember any of their kisses, to be honest. Oh my god, you have to. Dami was sleeping outside and India came out in the middle oh, of the night. Oh, oh, that was so good. I was like, you have oh, to remember this. I remember it when they ran to each other and he lifted her up. Oh my god, that was the best day of my life. That was I like the notebook. That was like, you know, romantic movie yes. legend. Like, oh, it was so good. Amazing. Like, I do remember that kiss. It was more were, than a kiss, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I was like, that was a moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a moment. Um, I just look, I go through peaks and troughs, and Dammy pisses me off sometimes because he doesn't do himself justice and he like behaves so poorly. Mm. And then he does something like this, and I'm like, oh Jesus, like you're after drawing me back in again. And like, yeah, he's very adorable, isn't he? Yeah, and she is so damn likable that it, yeah. it has kept him safe through all of those bad moments. She has really been a solid that has kind of kept him. Yeah, in there. she's very emotionally intelligent yeah highly emotionally intelligent and I, and he needs that he's a very bright guy yeah but he does really stupid things yeah uh, and he needs somebody with that emotional intelligence who's able to interpret his behavior for what it is and and, and yeah because i think he is probably prone to being someone who is going to have a wandering eye yeah i think yeah um but I think that, yeah, I think India, some, if anyone's going to keep Dami in a proper relationship, it'll be India. Yeah, I just, yeah, I think with moments like that, they are looking more and more solid for the final. And even yeah. like this time last week, I would have said, I feel like they're just going to miss out on it, given his behaviour. But they yeah, just give I wonder us little... who's it going to be? Ekin and, Ekin and, Ekin and Davide, Davide, without a doubt. Yeah. I really want it to be India. And Dami yeah. and Tasha and Andrew. I don't want Luca and Gemma to be I, in the top three, but I think they will. I think they will as well. I would, I would, I would love if they just missed out. I would love yeah. Paige and Adam to get there just over Luca and Luca and Gemma. Mm. I, I just want Andrew and Tasha to place higher than Luca and Gemma. Yeah, That's, me too, because they are a much better couple. Yeah, if we're talking I, about actual love. Yeah, yeah, and agreed. I just, I just want Luca to to really see that because he has done the most to make them feel shit about their relationship yeah and i just want him to see that tier system and be yeah. like okay maybe i was wrong mm. maybe I 
keep my nose out of it. And yeah, just I not... totally agree. Um, right, we have to get into this conversation because it was a big and tonight. Oh, yeah, the the punching. Yes. Luca Page and Adam are having a, a discussion in the kitchen, and which starts off by Luca asking about Mark Wright. Mark Wright, he's obsessed with Michelle Keegan. He's obsessed with her. Like, le- would you just leave her alone? Like, he's like, would you say Mark Wright is good looking? And Adam is like, yeah, I would. And then Luca says, I don't think he's all that. He's punch. He's punching with Michelle Keegan, and Page goes, "You're punching," and Luca goes, "No, I f- no, I'm fucking not." And Page goes, "Do you not think that you are?" And he says, "I don't think that we're punching." Paige says you're definitely punching which I think you should be proud to say because Gemma is unreal Adam says that's a bit harsh Paige Paige says did you take that offensively oh I didn't mean it like that Luca says you're punching Paige Paige says okay but I'm not arsed about it you you're really naive if you think that you're not punching you need to back yourself but you are punching Luca really weird conversation she then goes over to Gemma and I think Tasha and India are there as well and Paige says Gemma I'm having a full argument with your boyfriend he reckons he's not punching with you Tasha and India are both agreeing with Paige that he's absolutely punching Paige says Adam agrees Luca is punching and Adam says I don't think he's punching Luca then joins and he's overhearing all this Gemma is saying I would say that Paige and Adam are equal Paige is saying I'm punching but I've got a better personality than Adam and Adam is saying, I think Ekin is punching with D- Davide. He's really good looking. Ekin is fiery and that can make someone more attractive. This was like a holy fucking mess of a conversation. So bizarre. Can I just say about Adam saying that about Ekin at the end was so unnecessary. She so- wasn't even there. Like, why did you bring that into it? And then he, he's basically trying to say she's ugly because he, that, that thing about the personality was like, so I guess a fiery personality makes someone more attractive. So what you're saying, she's physically ugly. What yeah. are you talking about? Um, I thought that was really weird dig. I don't yeah. know why he needed to get in there. There's obviously some kind of tension between the two of them. It was just, just weird. And he has kind of been a little bit snipey with Ekin as well. Like in the Snog Mary Pie, when he pied her and he was like, oh, if everyone knew the truth. Like, I was like, all right, there's no, why does she keep coming for Ekin? Like, just mm. leave her alone. Like, it's weird. I think sometimes Ekin, because she's a little bit of a mouthy woman, which I would mm. count myself as as well. She is an easy target because people say, oh, she can handle it. Like, I'll just give her, I can throw it at her because she can handle it. And it's yeah. like, just because she's mouthier doesn't mean that she should get shit from you because you feel like she can handle it like just sometimes don't say things yeah like I also saw people being like yes Paige you tell Luca I'm like no you can't say that Luca is wrong for telling Paige that she's punching and then be like but Paige was right to tell Luca they were all fucking idiots for this conversation it was a strange conversation but what I think is that when you are as in love as Luca claims to be with Gemma, I was actually really surprised that his first reaction wasn't, yeah, I'm fucking punching, mate. Like, yeah, yeah really I was surprised too. by that. And, that. and that he was then so sort of offended by it. I really wanted to explain, no, we're on the same level. Um, it felt out of character for Luca yeah. and, and out, it didn't feel in sync with the way that he carries on. You and know? this is it, right? And, and and I don't mean this as a slight to him at all or, or you know, who's more good looking the other or whatever that might be, but he has verbalized that to Gemma. Like he has said that kind of stuff. And I think this gave us more of an insight into the kind of relationship between Paige and Luca, which we've seen a couple of times. Like she's called Luca a boring bastard and she's called him nosy. And there's a little bit of a, 
uh, I don't know, almost like a brotherly sisterly relationship between them where they're kind of like petty fighting with each. I felt like it said more about his relationship with, with Paige than it did about his relationship with Gemma, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, well, he does this, doesn't he? He's done it to a few of the girls. That, you know, he's sort of... Yeah, uh, always, he, always the girls. Yeah, he was really always. ready to put Paige down and do your punch in. And he's been, he was horrible to Tasha, you know, and she was crying. There's just been a few. Yeah. He's done it to Ekin as well. I think there's just been a few examples of him just being a bit, he's a little bitch really, isn't he? I just, I, I get messages from people all the time being like, you hate men. Right. I get it all the time. (laughs) And like, where's, where's the lie? No, I don't. I don't hate, (laughs) right. I, there's quite a lot of men that I love. Right. Mm -hmm. But I just feel, and I'm very much a feminist, which is about equality for everyone. But there are certain situations where women deserve more. And in this conversation, you should not be turning around to Paige and be like, you're punching. Yeah. Bite your tongue. All right. And I know that's not very equality of me. And I know that's not giving them, setting them an equal standard. It's not. But sometimes women just deserve more. And in that situation, just don't, don't hit. Like when she goes low, don't go lower. Just don't go lower. Just. But I don't think she was going low. I don't think she was going low. I don't think she was saying you're punching to say, Luca, you're you're an yeah, ugly little yeah, sod. Yeah. You know, she she was trying to say, you've got an amazing woman. Yeah. That conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. could have just ended with him going, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I am punching. Boom, yeah. done. Yeah. I think she was. She was kind of saying, like, no, it wasn't an attack at Luca. It was praise of Gemma. Like, it was yeah. like, she's unreal. Like, Literally that. And I, and I actually think it's because of his sensitivity towards the fact that she's not as into him as he is into her. Yeah. That's, I think it was a bit it felt a bit like a punch to him I guess it reminded him that yeah maybe shit I am punching and she doesn't like me as much as I like her and isn't it weird that at this point when he is clearly getting on one hand frustrated that that him and Gemma are you know one of the longest running most solid couples but they're not the most official in there by Mm. label standards but also still very worried about this dynamic like it's it's clearly a big thing for him that has not gone away. Luca, I saw some videos this week of Luca with long hair getting his veneers done. Did you see yeah. those? I saw pictures. I didn't see videos, but I saw the long hair pictures. Yeah. I think the fact that he was a person who was filming his journey to Turkey to get his veneers done on a YouTube when nobody even knew who he was. I mean, who do you have to be in your life to be like, hi guys? taking you off to my surgery in Turkey to get my veneers done. Here's my vlog on YouTube. Uh, just in yeah. case anyone's interested. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it says a lot about who he is uh, and his personality. I think yeah. he's much more of a narcissist than we have um, really been shouting about. You know, I think he's. there's lots of different things that have made me think, hmm, even though we're like, oh, he's just like desperately in love, little puppy. I think there's some more sinister stuff behind that. And I think a lot of that comes from his ego. I think he's got a massive, massive ego. Uh, and he fights when he when his ego feels yeah. dented. But my my problem with him is, is that he fights with the women. Yeah, always, only. Like when he when he fought with Dami, it was not that kind of energy. It's a different energy. And, it's, yeah. and, it, and it was the same with Jax. Well, it's, it's also with Billy. Billy tries it on with her. And yeah. he's like, oh, well, that's Gemma's fault because she must have been showing him he was interested for him to even want to crack on. But, oh, no, it's all right, Billy. You crack yeah. on. I respect yeah. you. I understand what you're doing. You know, yeah, there's issues just, there. There's issues yeah. there. 
Yeah, and I mean, we haven't just uncovered sexism in 2022, but like, it's alive yeah. and kicking, guys. If you were yeah. if you were concerned that we'd put that to bed, no, we, mm-hmm. haven't. we absolutely haven't. Um, but they are putting this to bed nice and quick because they want to get back to nice, nice Love Island final week. We all love each other. Uh, it's going to be talent show. We get the text and everyone is talking about what they're going to do. Davide is struggling to decide between his many talents what he's going to pick to perform for the group. Uh, Paige is making a promise with Adam that they will not get the ick no matter what they show at the talent show um, everyone is coming downstairs it's night time everyone's coming downstairs in their costumes Davide makes the cheers and he says uh, a toast to everyone's talents tonight full of energy and full of fun just nice and um, everyone's quite nervous like it's very like excited nervous energy uh, very much like a school Christmas play you know before you go on <laughs> yeah. everyone's just like Yes, yeah, play. Yeah, <laughs> just rattling with excitement. Um, Danica's up first. She's obviously dancing. Uh, I just thought it was worth noting that she did this in like proper going out heels. Like she wasn't doing this in dancer heels. She was doing this in like five inch like. She was very heels. good. She She's very good. It. She's very good. Set the tone. Got everyone in a good vibe. Kind of got everyone going. Adam was a magician. I enjoyed that. I he he blew my mind. So. I did not expect that from him. I just mm. did not expect him to come out and kind of have make a bit of a fool of himself and kind of. I just wasn't expecting it from him. And I, I don't think I he made a fool it. of himself. I think he baffled and outstanded me. I was <laughs> uh, so impressed with that trick. But he didn't come out and like do like a sexy routine. You know no, what I mean? He's not that guy like, though, is he? he? Takes himself a bit too seriously for that. I, I thought think. he would. I thought he would come out and do something kind of saucy. Like I just, I don't know. And then he came out with the like silly hat on, and I was like, oh, okay, brilliant. Like, <laughs> I love this. And um, Paige was his assistant. She had to do various like splitting of the decks. Uh, everyone is like glued, like glued to this. And he basically reveals all the cards, and they're all aces. Everyone's going crazy. Very, very impressive talent excellent and um, my my girlfriend was this is she'll kill me for saying this but when she was younger she she dabbled in magic wow <laughs> i know whoa <laughs> whoa guys she dabbled in magic right and she loves if i'm watching like britain's got talent and there's a magician on and i'm enjoying it she loves spoiling it and like telling me what's happening so she has said if people request to know the secrets behind this magic trick she'll She'll tell me. Oh my God, the magic, you better be quiet, you know, because the know. magic circle are quite serious people, I think. They might come and look, search her out. Yeah. Oh, surely. Lock all your what... windows and doors. <laughs> she might They're just be cut in half in the middle of the night and replaced with a white rabbit. You just don't know. You can't mess around with these things. Maybe. Have I put something bad out there? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Houdini's going to be like at your door. I think you should, well, she'll never be able to practice magic legally again, will she? <laughs> <laughs> she'll be barred from the magic circle. <laughs> there are rules. Oh my God. Okay, I'll let her know. <laughs> I'll let her know. Sorry, guys. Never mind. I hope <laughs> no, she's okay. <laughs> no secrets will be revealed um, <laughs> legally. Oh God. Tasha is, even though she's a professional dancer, performing the cup song, which I wasn't expecting from her but I feel like maybe we've seen a lot of dancing Tash this year yeah and I think it kind of must have made Andrew fall in love with her a bit more because it made me fall in love with her a bit more it was very cute very endearing it was so endearing like it really was everyone was like she's just so adorable and she was so nervous but everyone was cheering her on and 
Dami, I thought it was a really nice moment from Dami when she kind of was getting a bit like giggly nervous and he was like, no, this is really good. Keep going. Yeah. Like, keep going. You're doing great. And I just, I, she, I just think no one needs that more than Tasha right now. She has had a rough few weeks. She has felt kind of disapproving, you know, gaze from her own, you know, friends in there. And I just think this for her, for everyone to be so behind her, I was like, ah, yeah, she does. She deserves just good, clean energy from the whole lot of them. And I just yeah. thought it was, it was so sweet. Um, Andrew was beaming. He was just so, it was very much like Liam watching Millie clank along on the key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very similar energy. Um, she's in the beach up being like, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And seeing Andrew smiling and everyone kind of like bopping along was just like really reassuring. Mm. I just, I, Tasha has absolutely turned, turned the ship around. I think she has, she deserves, she deserves a warm welcome when she gets out of there. Cause she has been, she has had a tough time and Andrew too. Both of them have. Yeah. They're just, they're just cute, aren't they? Yeah. And just like, they've done their live island bit now. There's nowhere yeah. else to go. Let's just watch them being cute together. Yeah. For let's another just week. enjoy it. Yeah. Let's just, let's just enjoy it. Um, Dammy wrapped. That was terrible. It was it was bad, wasn't it? It was bad. He wasn't very clear. Like the diction wasn't great. Uh, he, he, I bet in his head when he was writing it, he was probably like he was going to come <laughs> out there top like Kanye performance. But yeah. then when you're actually standing in front of people and you have to do it, it's, it's, it's much harder. Yeah. Not that I've ever tried to stand in front of people rapping, but yeah. <laughs> I actually I probably have to be fair. But unplanned, like spontaneous rapping, more like. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. planned rapping is actually quite hard to do. Yeah. yeah and right. I, I did like when Ekin was like, you know, I was enjoying it until he referenced my name. I thought the Ekin references, I caught them. They were there good. There was quite a lot of them. Yeah. At I one mean, point, look, I was a bit like, what's going on? He said he just, Ekin about four times. I suppose Ekin rhymes better with, with more things than India. Yeah, it does. India was impressed, though. She was like 10 she out of 10 for, for the lyrics. The rapping wasn't great, which I would agree with. I think some of the lyrics were really good. Yeah. Delivery was maybe a little bit. No, was, not a little bit. It was absolutely rubbish. <laughs> Okay, you're like the Simon Cowell, and I'm like the yeah. who's the softy? I'm I'm Louis, like yeah. <laughs> clapping along. That's me. Um, Jamie, we joked about this last night when we saw the talent show was coming. He actually did keep uppies. Yeah, and apparently they were absolutely rubbish. A pro footballer, like yeah, I spoke to a friend who's a pro footballer and who was just like, this guy is fucking terrible. He's absolutely got no skills whatsoever. Like. I yeah, just, I I genuinely, as someone who is awful at sport, could have given it a lash myself. Do you but know again, what I mean? you know, like stage fright. Maybe it's, it's yeah. when you're under that kind of pressure. I feel like you know, it's like even if you try and do a wee and your friends in the room, sometimes you can't even do that. You know, so no, but hold on, he's a pro footballer. That's on TV. That's in front of crowds. He performs yeah, well, that's all the true, time, isn't it? Yeah, you I'm are like, supposed wait. to do it in front of people. <laughs> Oh, he doesn't just do it at home by himself, does yeah, he? Or maybe, maybe he's so young, he's only done like COVID games where there's oh, no one there. Oh, no, he's 27. He oh, yeah, no, then in... no excuse. Yeah. And if you're pro, you've been in it since you were a kid. Yeah, actually, all right. I was trying to be kind, but no, he's just shit at football, basically. <laughs> maybe that's why he just left to go on Love Island. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, everyone is somewhat unimpressed. Uh, Tadika is in goals and he absolutely wallops a goal at her and it's, yeah, we'll move on. Gemma and Paige. Adam was like, yeah, I could have done that. You know, he, he does show his little arrogance side every now and then, doesn't he? You know, he yeah. might be professional football, but yeah, I would, I'd be more than capable of that. But like, is he wrong? Like, keep yuppies. Well, I'd like to see. That should be the next challenge. Keep yuppie challenge. <laughs> With all fully clothed, though. Not sexual, please. 
Not even a cute little costume, like just normal no, kit. just football kits, all of them. <laughs> just do it. Who can do the most cute puppies? I'd be really happy with that. Um, Gemma and Paige are up next. They are singing a song. They perform My Junk by the Black Eyed Peas. Fun fact, Gemma was three years of age when this came out. Oh my God, that makes me feel so old. Violent, like violent. She's wow. so young. And you just forget, like you forget. Yeah. Um, but they were good and I didn't expect it from Gemma. Like I didn't expect her to be yeah. in it. She, her little stage school yeah. dra- Saturday drama side yeah. came out. She was loosey goosey, like yeah. wasn't she? She wasn't and she she's not. It. Yeah, she enjoyed it. Um Ekin is saying it was the best rapping performance she's seen in her entire 27 years of living. Right, because she hasn't seen that many, that's why. <laughs> they don't have them in Turkey that often. Um, Adam is telling Paige that if he wants to bring that home, it's fine with me. Like, what does he mean? Like the baseball hat? Like what? Uh, yeah, I think I he thought that sure was a. About that. Yeah. I Maybe he thought... that's his thing. Like nineties. Naughties. Kind of... It's not. Oh God, it is naughties, isn't it? Yeah. She it... was born in two thousand and three. Oh, stop it! Disgusting. Oh God, I started I my periods in like nineteen ninety four. I could be her <laughs> mum. I remember watching the Olympics in whatever year it was, like, I don't know, not the last one, but the one before that. And it was like people were getting medals and they were born after the millennium. And I was like, no, stop the world. I'm getting off. Absolutely not. It's so depressing, isn't it? It's so (laughs) depressing. I'm just slowly decaying. Like, I'm just slowly aging. And they're literally, I'm just, I can't get into it. I know. Um, And like, you, a a little while ago, you were eight weeks younger when this all started. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Please don't remind me about the aging process during Love Island season because it moves at like a different rate. It's really scary. It's it's truly terrifying. Um Ekin is Ekin and Davide have a little bit of a bicker. Could not figure out what it was about though. She just started drama for no reason. I think she got so into character of Drama Queen 2022 (laughs) that she was just in it and she was just like, right, well, let's have an argument. And this is why I think that Davide has got away with being we're not got away with but why we can't ever go oh that's red flaggy davide yeah. it's like well let, look, she starts random arguments for no apparent reason nothing he said nothing wrong there that was he, bizarre but they didn't. get over it don't they they do and he's joking he's like oh now she's my sass queen sass queen ekin and i was like i kind of love that he's just ripping the piss out of her yeah. for being a bit of a dope like yeah we all get like that sometimes and you need your partner to be like ara shut up like yeah. just relax your grand like stop exactly um everyone's like are they arguing like everyone's joking and taking the pace um and then ekin comes out she is miss drama queen 2022 and i feared this was going to be the fey roast of last year which was brutal to sit mm. it was not that it was a very nice funny very ekin performance um she says i'll go through the speech she says i'm honored to be crowned miss drama queen 2022 i've come here for love for love and not seasonal girlfriends but my girls you have all taught me something she says Gemma, although we have shared the same man and then she goes in davide at the beginning <laughs> i think you are the most mature most beautiful and stunning girl i've ever met Danika, you've taught me so much. You've been through six guys in here and you're still (laughs) here. Tasha, I can see myself in you. You've become this woman everyone can look up to. India, you helped me see what was special about Davide. Davide goes, thank you, India. (laughs) I I thought that moment was cute. 
just so funny. Paige, you are a sweetheart. You're the sweetheart of Wales. You've not had the smoothest ride in here, but with patience, you found your Prince Charming. Davide, I can't promise you no more drama, but what I can promise is that you're in for a heck of a ride. And then she says, so Ekin who? Ekin your best fucking performance yet. <laughs> she gets a standing ovation. <laughs> Just like lovely. Just yeah. really nice. Good, yeah. clean, fun. Like I thought it was lovely. And, really and a couple of them, it. yeah, the girls looked really like touched by it. Like Tasha looked really like, oh, thanks, Ekin. Yeah, so did India. <laughs> yeah. I think they all needed a little, a little pep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what else could she have done? You know what I mean? Yeah. Perform some kind of monologue. That would have been super awkward. Yeah. Well, she did have a song once, so she could have sang. She had a song did out she? once. Oh my God, you need to look it up. It was like, I think it was a Turk in Turkish, but she did this like duet with this other girl, this blondie girl. There's like a music video. It's a whole thing. Wow. She's multi-talented. Oh, She's I endless. love her. She's, oh, our, our perfect queen. I just love her so much. Um, <laughs> Andrew is up next doing a viewing of the Love Island Villa. I thought this was going to be just so bad, but I think he actually managed really well to make it funny and a bit saucy. He's pointing out the places of note around the villa dressed in his proper, you know, real estate agent gear. He's mentioning, you know, the flower path where the Casa girls all made their entrance, which got a bit of a, oh God, I can't believe he said that. He's saying, you know, he also saw the most beautiful worldie, the most gorgeous girl in a blue bikini. And he says Antigone, which obviously <laughs> he said Tasha before was the most beautiful, all cute little references with a little slight dig. I thought it was good. I wasn't expecting it from Andrew. He's saying the terrace is a great place for the girls to escape unless you're Luca. So you're <laughs> always there. <laughs> Um, and Tasha's weak. She's just like eating it up. She's like, oh my God, he's so cute in his suit. He's so doughty. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting it from him. I think Andrew did better than I expected him to do. Would you agree? I actually, well, I, when they first, when he first pulled the sheet off this villa, I thought he'd made that. So when Ian Sterling was like, just to let you know, he didn't make it. It couldn't really, I was just disappointed after that. Oh my God. I was like, why are you just talking about this thing? You should have made it. He's so, definitely, he definitely gives a vibe of someone who's into like clay modeling. Oh, he could be a great art, arts and crafts kind of guy, I think. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That that's the kind of thing he does at the weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was slightly knocked off track by the fact that he didn't make it. But then after that, I was like, oh, okay, well, you can talk, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Sure, All you're right. a good estate agent. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't buy this tiny house from you, but no, this wasn't terrible. Um, yeah. India was up next. She played the recorder. That was the which, best thing I've ever seen in my life, actually. I, I enjoyed that so much, didn't you? Yeah, I just think she is just such good, clean fun. Is is the recorder not the most disgusting intro- it's instrument? It's a form of torture. Absolutely. When you become a parent, the worst day of your life is that day that your kid comes home from school with a recorder and all you hear incessantly, <laughs> little lamb. That's all you hear. Mary had a little lamb. Oh my God. It is actual torture. I'm surprised there hasn't been more deaths by recorder. (laughs) Like at some point, why has no one just smashed it over someone's head? It's like, it's the worst. It's the worst. And I know why it's taught in schools, right? Like for obvious reasons, you can put it in your backpack. It's not that expensive. Yada, yada, yada. But Jesus would have killed him to pick something nicer. Uh, you know what I mean? The triangle, anything, and anything. It, <laughs> is this a global thing or do they just subject kids in the UK 
an island to this. I I think it's I don't think it's close. I don't think there's kids in like America learning the recorder. Maybe America, but like US they listeners whip them out in Morocco yeah. or whatever. Look, international listeners, let me know what are you learning in school? Because it was definitely the tin whistle and the recorder for us. Is the recorder a thing? internationally yeah. or is it just the uk and ireland yeah are we just the only idiots who are fucking going in and torturing people someone with did that as a joke someone hated parents somebody must have fucking hated parents <laughs> so much they were like all right fuck call you i'm inventing this thing to just <laughs> ruin your lives for at least two yeah. years generations worth of parents will feel this pain yeah, like- yeah. <laughs> um indy did great she she played twinkle twinkle little star she had all the little the little symbols of where her fingers needed to be. Everyone is pissing their whole laughing. Like everyone is having a skit. It's good fun, good, clean fun. She's well able for that kind of reception. Yeah. Like I think some people don't handle the kind of laughter well. She's just like, no, this is stupid. Like, please laugh at me. So funny. It was and when it she is- bent down and you could just see her little feet. <laughs> She's like crouched at the little photo yeah. frame with the music. Oh, she was brilliant. Um, she was like, it might have shown that I haven't practiced since I was eight, but I think I did well. And to be fair, she did. Like, I wouldn't even, even with the pictures, I wouldn't be able to remember all the little finger. You know I what? I would. Would you? I, I, yeah, I don't want to brag, but I am actually quite good on the recorder. Yeah, <laughs> Mary Had a Little Lamb, EastEnders theme tune, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I can even do Stand By Me on the recorder. All right, don't. I know. All right, don't, don't be coming in here flexing. I know. I, after all that shit that I chatted about the recorder, and then letting you know that I'm actually the international ha- world champion has- of recorders. Yeah. This has to be in your next Instagram live. You have to go live with the recorder. You yeah. Oh, loads of people are tuning in for that. They would just. They'll love it. Yeah. Oh God. Um, Davide's up next. He is cooking. It's cooking with Davide. He's making a carbonara. Um, doing very well. David is just a goof. He's just a goof, and this really feeds into that. And it's just good to laugh. He's feeding Nick and Sue. She's saying she's had better. They're having a bit of banter. It's good, clean fun. Luca's up last. The rehabilitation of Luca continues, and he sings "We're Breaking Free." Note: Gemma was four years old when High School Musical came out. Oh my god! Like it's too. I never forget the Christmas that High School Musical came out and I got a portable DVD player and the DVD. I don't think I talked oh, to my family sorry, for the Oh, sorry, the reason you're talking about High School Musical is because that's the song that he sang. Do you know the yeah. whole time? I didn't even know the song. I, know? I was like, how does everyone know this song? And everyone's singing along. And I'm like, I've never heard this song in my life. You but have not. when did High School Musical come out? I was 2006. Like, yeah, I was in a long-term relationship with the father of my child. So I probably oh wasn't God. going to the cinema. I don't think I've ever seen High School Musical. In fact, I've seen it with my son. But yeah, sorry, no. Oh my God, it was such a point in time for for me. I was probably, what was I? I was 13 when that came out. And I was like, this is, I was obsessed. I was a state, I loved stage school. Like I love musical theatre. So like this, like absolutely leaned into like all of my sweet spots. And I'll never forget getting the DVD for Christmas. I was (laughs) so happy. Like I never loved my parents more than when they got me that fucking DVD for Christmas. I watched it so much, it scratched. Like it was, I loved it. Uh, I, I was the like Grease and Fame era same yeah yeah, well, yeah they were all before me they came they were actually made before i was born but we only had like yeah. video players then that you actually had to rewind manually with your own fingers so yeah we just had to watch whatever our parents had on video yeah so it was no we had we had fame. we had video players as well and then you'd watch the movie and then you'd sit and wait for it to rewind so you could watch it again yeah over <laughs> 20 minutes rewinding. oh stupid um <laughs> lucas and we're breaking free um 
look, he was great, but he wasn't. I'm trying to say something nice. He was crap. Gemma was can't right. look. Um, he's singing both parts. It's a duet between oh, a boy right. and a girl. So that's why he was like going up really high. He was trying to sing the girl, and I was like, oh god. They were just working so hard to redeem him there, and I was like, don't come in here singing. We're breaking free, trying to get into my good books. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. Um, India saying that the talent show was a success. They're all taking selfies. It's all very good vibes. And then we get the information. There's a public vote for the favorite couple. Irish jury vote. Ekansu and Davide won yet again. There has not been a single Irish jury vote that hasn't been won by Ekansu. Davide has lost one, but everything else they've won together. Wow. So they were. that's where our jury vote went this time. Um. How are you feel? I I feel positive after tonight's episode. Actually, more positive than I thought I would. Do you know what? I feel positive, but also worried about what we're going to have to deal with for the next five. What have we got? Five hours of Love Island left. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, six. Friday, Sunday, Monday. Six hours. Yeah, maybe the few twenty minutes that might add up to an hour. So what? Seven hours of Love Island. How are they going to fill it? Because I'm not a seasoned Love Island person. I'm now just dreading like a week of what? Yeah. If they do the keepy uppies and maybe a bit more recorder, cool. You're fine. But if, what are we going to just see? Happiness and joy, or are they going to try and like split them up? Or what's going to so happen? We should we should be getting a visit from the families and friends. Right. So everyone should have like two or three of their kind of loved ones come in yeah. and they get to meet everybody we should be getting the baby challenge have you seen the baby challenge oh yeah where they have to have a baby and look after it yeah yeah which look sometimes we can, like chloe and toby last year were funny with it some people are funny with it some people are annoying yeah um yeah we have that to look forward to and then there'll be like smaller games and then we'll have the big dates which would be probably Friday and Sunday for the big. Oh like, yeah, where they all like sit final outside. date. Yeah. yeah, but like, there's a lot of questions about. So someone pointed out that Love Island changed their bio on Twitter to say that any tweets with the hashtag Love Island can be used on the show with the person's handle and information, which usually they only do when. Um, sorry, the police are coming to stop the tweet challenge. Um, they it usually go to the magic that. circle. That's not the police. It's the ma- it's the magicians. <laughs> oh my god! Stop! They're, they're I'm literally going for your girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight because I actually am so paranoid about this kind of stuff. So now I'm like, oh my god, have I like unleashed some kind of like bad karma into the world? Um, I just I'll tell her not to listen to this one and she'll be fine. Um, they yeah. So that so a lot of people are thinking that maybe the tweet challenge is coming, which is where they like reveal kind of nasty tweets online and reveal the name i don't think we're going to get that because it's very close to the end and Mm. the tweet challenge sits in that kind of that kind of pot of games that the itv don't itv like to pin a lot of the problems on oh well it was the tweet challenge and and as if they didn't orchestrate these challenges so i don't know if we're going to get any kind of pot stirring games so uh, for the rest i don't know i think it's going to be pretty boring yeah i hope we don't but yeah. maybe they could just bring the final forward to Wednesday. Yeah. I, I feel like hate, we're there now. I hate that they spill it over. Like, why not just finish it on Friday? I hate yeah. that they spill it over to Sunday, Monday. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Like, wouldn't it be great if it was Friday night and then you could go out on what the last half the logic? I don't, in that? don't get it. I don't, I honestly don't get it. I have no idea. It makes oh, no sense. silly. Isn't it? Who, who do you think are final four? Oh, I just don't know. I, 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 I think... I, I don't know. I hope 
I, I, my winners are Ekansu and Davide, and I've got no doubt about the fact that I think they're going to win. I think yeah. that that's really obvious. I reckon they're miles ahead. Yeah. Dami in India, I think, on my on my second. Uh, Tash and Andrew third. Paige and Adam. Luca and Gemma. Denika yeah. and Jamie. In Whoever. Yeah, yeah. But actually, yeah. I think Luca and Gemma will come second. I hope they don't. I really hope they don't. I, like, look, as long as they don't win, I'll be happy. But like, I would love Tasha and Andrew to to just pip them. I just think yeah. it would be such a nice little, yeah, little yeah. way to round it out. You know, I agree. Um, I'm so glad that we got to ca- catch up before the end of this thing because it has been a lifetime since we last spoke. It feels like it <laughs> has it like crazy. It is. Are you going to watch it again? Because I know you have a bit of a sticky like relationship with Love Island and you've dropped out of it and you're back this year. Do you think you'll watch it again? Oh, it depends if OK Magazine want me back again, basically. <laughs> if, the, if the check is right, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I don't actually get paid extra for it. So in a way, I'm actually losing money because I'm, it's the same amount that I'm getting from my weekly column. But no with this, I have to watch six hours of TV. Wow. But I've enjoyed it. Um, oh, good. I have enjoyed it And I think it's been a really good season For me to cast an eye on Yeah. And if I wasn't If I didn't have to watch it next year Then I probably would dip in and out of it But I wouldn't obviously watch it religiously In the way that yeah. I have been But yeah. actually I have enjoyed it And I'm very invested in it And and it's provided some really good talking points yeah. So I'm yeah. not mad at him No, I'm not either. And it's let me have conversations like this, which have been so lovely. La la la, let me explain. Such a joy. Thank you so much for joining us this season. It's been so nice talking about this stupid show with you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed talking to you about this shit show. I know. (laughs) Goodbye, Love Island 2022. Like we're done. We're done. Thank you so much to my guest, Lala Let Me Explain, for being back in the studio tonight to talk all things Love Island. Thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every night. A final thank you to our gorgeous sponsors now, the home of brilliant entertainment. You can find us over on Instagram, at mypodonpapers. Do come on over and let us know what you're thinking about tonight's episode and who might be going in the next dumb thing. You can also find us on all of your favourite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. Be sure to give us a subscribe because you'll never know when there might be some news to drop again. With just one week of Love Island left, I'm already starting to panic about all the free time I'm going to have and how the hell I'm going to fill it. I miss out on a lot of telly when we're in the villa season and always indulge in good old games when the series ends. And this year, there are a few shows that I've been keeping on ice until we've crowned our Love Island 2022 winners. First up is Julia, which stars Sarah Lancashire as Julia Child in a dramatisation of the iconic chef's extraordinary life as the person recognised for bringing French cuisine to the American public through her books and subsequent TV shows, most notably The French Chef. Already renewed for a second season, the eight-episode first season is on my post-villa viewing list already. Next up is Winning Time, which tells the story of one of basketball's most revered and dominant dynasties, the Los Angeles Lakers in the 1980s. Now, while I've been vocal about my lack of interest in sport on this podcast in the past, I have no shortage of interest in sports dramas like this one. And then by the time I've those two watched, it'll finally be time for the release of House of the Dragon. Available to stream weekly from August 22nd, House of the Dragon is the prequel series to the smash hit Game of Thrones and chronicles the beginning of the end of House Targaryen and the events that led to the Targaryen War of Succession. With an all-star cast, this is sure to pique the interests of Game of Thrones fans, of which I am certainly one. 
Julia and Winning Time are currently available to stream, while House of the Dragon will be released weekly from August 22nd, all on Now, the home of brilliant entertainment.